Hey, it's Pastor Jason. Thank you so much for listening to The Daily Hit. You can get this and much more at jasonjohncowart.com. And if you're getting something from this content, be sure to share it with your friends. All right, let's jump into today's verse. For The Daily Hit today, I want you to just stick with me because we're going to kind of dive into Luke chapter 4, a few verses here, uh, specifically 5 through 8. And we're going to talk about the second temptation that the enemy uh, threw against Jesus in that time while he was in the wilderness. Here's what the Bible says. And the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him, to you, I will give all this authority and their glory for it has been delivered to me and I will give it to whom I will. Now, let me just stop there for a second and give you a little extra nugget here. Um, Satan always overplays his hand. He always tries to offer you something that he does not have possession of. Satan had no authority over Jesus, okay? He had no authority over all of those kingdoms. He was authority less. And then he says, and their glory. Like, are you kidding me? Okay, so first thing you have to look in the Bible and and do research on glory, and you'll find that number one, um, God gave his glory to Jesus. We see that in the Gospels. And then Jesus, in turn, gives that glory to us, and we return that glory to God. So what I'm trying to say here is that glory stays in the family, okay? And what Satan was trying to do right there in that moment was to get Jesus to fall into a trap, a lie, really, that Satan had any glory to begin with. He has no glory. He has no authority. You are under no obligation to listen to what he says. Remember, even Jesus said he's the father of lies. The truth is not in him. Let's read on in verse 7. If you then will worship me, this is Satan talking to Jesus, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered him, it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Something I want you to see here is how Jesus responds with the word of God. Anytime the enemy comes at you with anything, the best way to respond is not with a happy thought. That doesn't fix the problem. It's not with, oh, you get out of here, Satan. No, you need to respond with the word of God. The word of God is the sword of the spirit that's able to that's able to attack the enemy, those thought processes. So be sure that when you respond to the enemy's taunts and threats and temptations, what you respond with is the word. But look at what Jesus says, worship the Lord, serve him. I want you to see here, there is a direct correlation between worship and service. There's a direct correlation between what you adore, what you worship, and what you do. And Jesus responded by saying, listen, I'm not going to worship you. I'm not going to serve you. My worship and my doing, my adoration and my activity are all going to be directed at God. I love that Jesus flexes on him even harder. He says, you shall worship the Lord, your God. He's even reminding Satan in that moment where Satan is tempting Jesus. Satan is on the attack, trying to get Jesus to sin. And even in the midst of that, Jesus not only resists him with the word, but he even hits him with, oh, by the way, don't forget, he's your God too. You are subject to my dad is what Jesus is saying there. Jesus allowed his service to be a part of the worship that he had towards his father. And that's one of the things that we've got to take out of this as well. One of the things we need to understand in our lives is that as much as worship is singing and praising and honoring God and lifting up our voice and telling his good deeds and all that, just as much is your service, what you do, how you serve the Lord, how you act, how you live your life. This is, this is a lifestyle of worship. See, worship is a lifestyle. 
It's not just an activity you do. Your entire life can sing praise to God 24-7 if you live your life in that way. Satan came to Jesus, lied, tried to get him to step into an idle moment, tried to get him to step into a moment where he was not serving his father, the one true God. But Jesus resisted. And here's what I love about this, is even in the resistance, Jesus' resistance against temptation was in and of itself worship as well. Now, Jesus could have stopped for a moment and said, I want to first, before I answer you, Satan, I want to honor my Father in heaven. I want to worship him. I want to, I want to adore him and, and give him the adoration that's due his name. He could have done that. But, but in this moment, Jesus recited the word of God, reaffirmed the fact that the Lord is God, and said, I'm going to take it a step further and allow my lifestyle, my service to worship. I wonder how your life would change if you saw your actions as worship, and not just things you did as a result of external stimuli. What if your lifestyle really was about worship as well? I want you to know something that Jesus knew. It is. Let your life be worship to the Lord your God. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions or comments, maybe a verse recommendation, I'd love to hear those. Or if you want to financially support this podcast, visit jasonjohncowart.com. And if you're in the Northeast Houston area and you're looking for a great church home, we'd love to have you at Freedom. Visit freedomdl.com for more information.